past is shooting at these foolish rappers Long as I'm the number one, I don't care who come after When I came from Africa, they call me Booty Scratcher Now they scream a nigga name when I say What's up, people? Welcome back to the BTMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai, and this is Cheeky Little Episode number 69. That's Cheeky Little Episode, dude. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Uh, in this episode, there were so many fights this last weekend, and I mean, I guess we'll just go through a few of the ones that I watched. I tried to get as many as I could, but you know, I'm a family dude. It's hard for me to watch fights. I got to kind of watch things on my phone. And then uh, at the same time, uh, husband duties, father duties, and doggy dad duties. That was kind of weird. Anyway, we had uh, boxing, Muay Thai. There was some BJJ, which I didn't really get to see. And there was MMA, which I only really watched the main event. And it was interesting. So we'll get into that. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about humanity. Just because we've had a lot of. AI things happen over the last few weeks. I don't know if people are paying attention. They're too into watching the war. Or they're too into watching who's getting canceled or they're into watching uh, how we can politicize yogurt or whatever the thing is this week. So um, I want to dig in a little bit into humanity and just the way things have been kind of going the last few weeks in case you haven't been paying attention. Um, that being said, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. Uh, pass it along. Drop us a comment on the uh, YouTube site, which is always awesome because it matters to the algorithm. Um, if you want to stop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. The gym is always sort of in this weird thing where it always seems like it's filling up, filling up, filling up, but we always seem to have more space for new people. So if you want to stop by, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. If you want to try jujitsu, check out Roberto Carrero at our gym. He is an amazing instructor. Um, I've enjoyed thoroughly working with him. He's already put together a competition team. They've already been out doing wonders out there in the uh, competition community, and he's just getting started. So remember, hit him up at Carrero BJJ or at Carrero Martial Arts on Instagram, or hit me up directly at Lucky Muay Thai, and we'll be looking to looking forward to hearing from you and you know taking it to the next level, whatever that may be for you. It could just be fitness. We down for that too. Hit us up. <laughs> Okay, I said we're going to talk a lot about fights. So the first fight on the roster was a boxing fight, and it was one of the biggest fights of the weekend. It was Caleb Plant versus David Benavidez. And if you know anything about uh, David Benavidez, he is basically considered the monster uh, that nobody wants to fight. I think he's buying for a Canelo fight at some point down the road. Um, Canelo's fighting, wanting to fight Bivol, I think, down the road. Benavidez and Canelo should happen at some point, you would hope, but maybe not. I think he came one step closer to solidifying that when he fought Caleb Plant. Um, if you know Caleb Plant, he lost to Canelo, um, had an amazing knockout against Darrell, and this was this would have been his opportunity sort of to try to get right back into that Canelo um, atmosphere again. And to be honest, you know, I have to give him a lot of credit. The reason why David Benavidez is such a monster that nobody wants to fight is because he has a lot of great attributes. He's long, he's tall, he can work just about everywhere, and he hits really hard. He's got 27, 28 wins, 23 knockouts. Um, this is a guy that's a major problem for anybody who's stepping in front of him. And so I don't blame um, Canelo if he wants to take his time before he gets there, but this is definitely the fight that everybody wants. 
Uh, there's other people out there, obviously, that, you know, they're talking about Benavidez fighting, but everyone knows that it's him and Canelo that everybody wants to see. And beyond that, you know, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll take whatever they can give us, but we know what we really, really want. So um, in that fight, Caleb Plant did a lot of wonderful things. He was able to get out of the way of David Benavidez um, several times using great footwork. His head movement was awesome. He ducked under, you know, so many hooks. Uh, he used his distance. He looked a lot like what, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but uh, Canelo got the rub from fighting Mayweather. Ever since he fought Mayweather, you saw him sort of change. He became a, a better fighter. Um, I think the same thing happened with Caleb Plant. The only thing I think that he did not produce in this fight was he wasn't able to really sting Benavidez in a way that would really back him off. You watch Floyd, you know, obviously Canelo's got some, some good power, but they are able to make you miss as much as they want. And if you start to become a little bit too uh, aggressive, they know how to give you a good crack to get you to back off. And I think that was the only thing that Caleb Plant was um, lacking. And maybe he did crack Benavidez a few times. He actually did, but it didn't do any um, of the effect. It didn't have the same effect. It didn't back him off. David Benavidez was forward, forward, forward the entire fight. And it was, uh, it was a great fight. So, you know, shout out to both fighters. They had a heavy, like, leading up to this fight, there was a lot of bad blood. There was, you know, some gym incidents that happened. And, you know, that led to them constantly talking crazy about each other and even it up to the all the way up into the to the face off you know it was uh, i think caleb plant put his finger on david benavidez's neck and it was just it was pretty heated but after it was over they were golden of course you know getting the getting through the fight and also uh getting a paycheck will do that so uh we'll see what's next for benavidez and also what's next for plant looking forward to that Okay, we did have a little bit of Muay Thai. I'm sure we had more than this. Um, obviously, if you haven't been watching, one has uh, one championship has fights on Friday mornings um, from Lumpany, um, and those fights are awesome. So if you ever get a chance, if you're up, you got nothing to do, go on uh, YouTube, look for those Lumpany fights, uh, or go on one championship and check out the times, and you'll be able to check them out. Those fights are great, very action-packed, and the production's good. Okay, so one championship put on the Adam Weight championship janet todd was the interim champion and she fought alicia rodriguez now as you might know i'm a huge janet todd fan i love the way she trains i like the way she fights she has uh, a great style to her and she's clean i think uh, to be clear she fought a fantastic fight but alicia rodriguez was i mean i don't want to say she was dominant but she was she did a lot more damage. She was the heavier striker. I think Janet Todd led the dance for a minute, and then Alicia Rodriguez just kind of turned it up. And I think she just led, landed the heavier shots. Uh, Janet Todd was slick, and she was smooth, and she did a lot of great things footwork-wise. But Alicia Rodriguez would not be denied. She She's a strong, strong girl, woman, and she was able to you know, really work and land heavy, heavy shots, heavy elbows at times. She was a brute with good, good technique. I enjoyed that fight a lot. Um, you know, I obviously would have liked Janet Todd to win, but, you know, maybe we'll see that fight again down the road. 
Uh, Superlek was supposed to fight Rotang, but he fought Daniel Williams instead. Um, Rotang had a injury. I don't know what that means even exactly. I because they were saying, "Oh, he's injured," and then somebody posted, "Well, he's going on an American, another American seminar tour or something." So, and then during the broadcast, they were talking about Rotang fighting somebody else. So, I don't know. You know, the politics behind these things can get super weird. Anyway, Daniel Williams uh, came from Australia. He didn't look as big as Super Like, if you ask me. I'm not even sure what the weights were. But he's a bit of a banger. But Super Lek was just extraordinary. I mean, I suppose also he was expecting to fight Rotang, and you have to be ready to rock if that's the case. Um, it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see that fight. I imagine we will see it at some point. Um, but Superlek performed. Daniel Williams is a tough character, but he took a couple of, you know, head kicks and a bunch of, he just, it, he, he couldn't hold up to the power of Superlek and it was just way too much for him. He tried a lot, a lot of movement. He was bouncing around out there and he just could not really get it going the way that obviously Superlek could. On the undercard, Eddie Ever solo fought. Um, he KO'd Nicol Nicholas Larson. <sighs> Nicholas Larson was really out there. To He was a game opponent, but at one point, you could see sort of um, Eddie Rabersolo's uh, demeanor changed, and with that, it was basically a one-punch KO. Um, he needs to be on main cards. Simple as that. Iman Barlow fought. I hadn't seen her fight in a while. She fought. Victoria, I, I don't even know her name, but it was a decision. I just thought I'd mention Iman Barlow because that's somebody who, you know, she's been around for a while fighting and she probably doesn't get as much um, credit as she should and much, as much exposure. Anyway, that was the Muay Thai. There was BJJ, uh, Tammy Musumeci, who is Mikey Musumeci's sister, fought and won a decision. Nothing super exciting there. Cheeto Vera fought. Corey Sanhagen. And he was lackluster. Was the fight lackluster? It wasn't it wasn't as exciting as I would have liked it to be. Not that I they, you know, they don't care what I think. But Cheeto Vera wasn't, he was a little flat. I don't know why. I don't know why, you know. There's a lot of, oh, he fights, he, he, he starts slow and he picks up later and this and that. But to me, he never seemed to pick it up. Uh, Corey Sanhagen was also very busy working high and low and touching him leg, head, body, leg, body, head, like moving around, switching stances. If you aren't, um, if you, if you aren't prepared or have enough energy um, to handle that, it can become overwhelming. Like. You start to attack, they switch stances. You change your attack, they back up, now they're touching your leg. You switch stances, they touch you. you like it, it starts to become a lot if you're not really, really prepared. And if you're a, if you're a slow starter, that can really start to, to add up on you. So, um, you know, Corey Sedhagen, he did his thing, man. He really did. And I, I feel for Cheeto Vera. I know he'll be back. He's tough as fucking nails. He's one of the, you know, 
one of the guys that usually is really fun to watch, but this time around it wasn't as fun because you're waiting for him to really explode into something and you didn't really get it. And it's unfortunate because I think a lot of people are really looking forward to uh, Cheeto. Yeah, he's such a he's such a good person to listen to uh, interview. He tells funny stories. He's got good personality. And unfortunately, um, at times we're not seeing what should be sort of the evolution of his game right now. And you know, Corey Sanhagen's a guy that you cannot you can't take lightly, and you have to be prepared for all those all those stance switches and also his ability to work um at all ranges and to work all heights you know he's not just focusing on one thing or two things he's working all over your body so shout out to him man i don't know what's next in his future i'm assuming he's probably going to try to get a title shot or hold out for one or whatever but cheeto vera man come on back come give us a win we need to see something to you know hear you scream and yell and i don't know knock a fucking guy out whatever it is that you say all the time um I enjoyed the fights. I don't get to watch them all, so I try to catch the main events when I can. Uh, I really kind of wanted to talk a little bit about humanity before I get off of this thing. It's not even a long show today, but over the last few weeks, I've been seeing a lot of things going on with this new, these new chat, chat GPT and AI programs. Obviously, there's plenty of them. It's midsummer. Or there's a bunch, right? So, And a bunch of plugins and all kinds of these things. All I want to say is these things are magnificent tools. There was a moment in time where there wasn't really an internet and we were talking about it and we were, it's going to connect people. All these beautiful things are going to happen. And a lot of good did come from them, from social media and from the internet, but or from the internet, but it also birthed social media and social media somehow also birthed. I don't know, negativity to the umpteenth degree uh, because you no longer had to have a face. You can now have a voice and say all those things that you wanted to say, whether you thought they were true or not. Nobody can tell it was you. So you were allowed to say them and other people were bold enough just to say them and they didn't give a shit whether or not people knew who they were or know who they are or not. I say that to say this. We've gone a long way from the hellos to our neighbors, the welcoming new people into the communities the way that we should, the every parent looking out for the other kids on the block, um, the getting outside and in touch with nature side of humanity. We've gone a long, gotten a long way from a family. And I don't mean like traditional nuclear family. I mean, just understanding that a family is important. Like we've really gotten away from how important friendships are and connections are. But again, I would only say that some of this is natural progression of just the things we've invented and so forth. But I just ask that we just try not to forget about being human because there are certain things that you can't get from a computer you know, the touch of a loved one, you know, the smile from a friend, you know, a hug, somebody to listen when times are rough. Um, seeing somebody that is in bad health and you're there to give them comfort, 
we've come a long way from or gotten away from a lot of these things and how valuable they are. And I would say that as wonderful as, as the internet is, social media, the birth of the new AI generation of things, um, the most important thing for us to remember is that we are not those things and that they have all the things that they require, batteries and wires and all those things that make them work, people to repair them when they're broken and so forth and so on. Um, we are that for each other. We are that for each other. And without each other and without those things, like a, an embrace and an ear to listen, then we lose ourselves. So not to bring anybody down. I just, I love all these new tools. I think they're amazing, but like the most valuable thing I get throughout my week are the hugs from my future wife and my daughter. And when I'm getting those things, none of nothing else matters in the computer world. I hope it's the same for all of you. I love y'all out there. If you like the show, tip the like, hit the subscribe button, uh, tell a friend. If you want to stop by the gym, you know the deal, www.luckysmt.com. Tell me what fights you watch. Drop me a comment. Tell me what you thought about them. Um, let me know about anything that you want me to talk about in the next episode, and I'll be listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed Cheeky episode number 69. I didn't do any dirty jokes because I thought it'd be a little bit inflammatory. Anyway, I love y'all out there. Peace. I'm out. Yo, if you haven't checked it out, go check out the Shogun video. Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit more on the next episode and I'll play some of it. All right. Peace. I just want to live my life to make a couple million.